Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois. And this week I wanted to talk about what's going on with our weather, um, the way the weather pattern has been, um, I guess, uh, impacting or affecting our garden plants, weeds, and the lawn. Uh, they've all continued to grow, of course, and flourish, including the weeds. Um, certainly our larger plants like our shade trees and, and ornamental trees and shrubs and evergreens have also been benefiting. Uh, some of all this rain is a good thing, yet eventually, you know, that water is going to shut off. And then we'll be left dealing with uh, primarily weeds everywhere because every time it rains, uh, that's a signal to weed seeds to germinate. And maybe you've already seen that your perennial flowers, while they grew very lushly, and 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 gotten bigger than maybe we wanted or you know hanging over the sidewalk or out into the lawn a bit that's something to deal with but that's kind of expected and then um, in the lawns and other beds as well for that matter uh, we're finding out that crabgrass uh, has showed up whether we used a crabgrass preventer or not crabgrass will easily germinate in our flower beds in our perennial beds and in the vegetable garden almost all season long, as long as there's reasonable amount of moisture to trigger germination. Um, the crabgrass in the lawn that showed up has done so just because crabgrass preventer only lasts so long and we have had a much longer germination period. So that's why that is, certainly that's why that's there. Um, so we've got uh, that happening again. Some I, I really like to think about or talk about the, the good points in all of this. Um, even though those perennials, for example, might be a little bit bigger than we had anticipated and are growing out of bounds this year, all that foliage certainly creates a lot of storage reserves for next spring. And and uh, even yet this year, if say the weather turns hot and dry, it allows them to. Uh, withstand those extremes a lot better so that's a good thing um, another good point here with the perennials is that uh, the way the weather pattern has been in the it, it just in the recent past and spring and all um, they've extended their bloom show um, and that's and and again that's not a bad thing I've seen lots of our plants that would have otherwise been have come and gone bleeding hearts and those kinds of uh, ephemerals, uh, they're still with us because the weather has allowed them to do so. Otherwise, they would have finished their life cycle long ago and withered and brown and, and uh, just waited for next year to come out. So uh, there's lots of good things going on out there. Certainly, as I mentioned, the lawns have been a challenge between crabgrass and other broadleaf weeds. Uh, the bigger challenge probably has been keeping them mowed between the rains um, the lawns have really remained green a lot longer uh, than one would expect, uh, especially uh, this year, the way the way things have happened. Uh, although I have to say in the last couple of weeks, we've had uh, a lot of calls to the Master Gardener Help Desk and to the Extension offices about uh, fungal diseases that have uh, quickly come in and attacked our lawns. Um, that's likely to have been uh, something we call brown patch, uh, showing up as you know three to four inch generally round spots or patches in the lawn, although they will easily grow and coalesce together, creating a much larger area of damage. Um, 
the disease has already hit, so putting down a fungicide isn't going to make those brown spots green again. But if they, if you noted a continuation of those spots appearing, or they're getting larger, a fungicide treatment for uh, uh, brown patch would certainly, or any of the other lawn fungal diseases, um, uh, would at least stop further damage uh, and allow you to repair. Uh, those spots as as you can this this year right now or wait until uh, mid-August through early September to do any reseeding or overseeding or renovation so there's uh, that's a bad thing um, so uh, all you can do right now is uh, try to manage the mowing uh, make a fungicide treatment if you feel it's going to be necessary um, the other part of this good story stuff is that the rain, as I noted, kind of already helped has uh, is already being has already helped and will help our woody plants. You know, evergreens have been stressed ever since the last summer drought we had in 2012, and all this moisture is really helping them recover. Um, uh, if it does dry out at some point during the season, then um, your assistance in keeping them hydrated is going to help. But uh, they've really enjoyed um, having that water. Uh, some of our trees that are always struggle might be those that are in the parkways. Um, uh, other shade trees I've seen are putting on new growth or over a longer period of time. And again, that goes back to being able to create more food, bigger buds, healthier trees, shrubs and evergreens for 2019. So that's, again, a, a, a good thing. Uh, one of the challenges, though, along with that is with our vigorous growth comes the uh, uh, our need to maybe do a little line clearing or limbing up or sidewalk clearance because they've grown out and they're hanging down. Folks uh, on the public sidewalk have to duck or walk around those branches, so there may be a little summer pruning that needs to be done. And that's another area that you can you can get to uh, easily enough. Um, we haven't seen a lot of insects and diseases so far, but yet I'm sure on a variety of plants we will, you know, come to grips with uh, Japanese beetles and aphids and some of the other uh, leaf skeletonizers that are out there. But at the moment, the plants are growing pretty rapidly. Uh, another item I wanted to hit quickly then is. Uh, um, a uh, 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 thought about all the rain we've had and the house plants that are outside for the summer uh, because it's a plant because it's a container that may or may not drain properly uh, sometimes these plants can get overly wet in the pot and cause root and crown rot so if you're seeing some yellowing some discoloration uh, in the foliage or a lack of productivity maybe it's time to have a look um, knock them out of the pot, see what the roots look like, make sure the circling roots aren't uh, stopping uh, the pot from, dra uh, from draining any worse than it would otherwise, um, and uh, maybe move them to, a, uh, to an area of uh, underneath a tree or an overhang on the home that would limit the, the moisture that they get during, the, uh, during these rain events that we've had. So I guess in closing, I'd like to say just, you know, be sure to walk the yard and enjoy all the flowers and the lush green growth that we've got. See the good part of all this and then uh, hang on for the challenges that we have coming up and we, and we currently have out there in the home landscape, home landscape. Well, this has been Richard Henschel. Always a pleasure. I'll be back soon.